Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. Welcome to the Men of Faith broadcast. Men of Faith is an outgrowth of Catholic Men's Fellowship of California. Our purpose is to encourage men to become daily followers of Christ. And our mission is to help men renew their minds and transform their hearts and lives for Jesus Christ. Are you ready? Let's get started. Everybody here looking for revival In our own hearts and across the land Everybody looking for a revival Lift up your voice and say man Welcome to another episode of Men of Faith Atop the Tower of Hope in Orange County, California At the Christ Cathedral on the 8th floor And my guest is Deacon Stephen Greco And we're going to talk about the pursuit of holiness Within the sacraments Welcome Deacon Steve Well... (laughs) I just love being with you so much, and I'm so blessed to be back on your show because people don't understand the power of the sacraments, how blessed we are to be in the Roman Catholic Church, to have a sacramental church, and to have mass where we can go every day to receive the body and blood of Christ. Where the power of God is infused into your soul, infused It doesn't just cover you. It infuses you into your body, into your soul through Holy Mother Church, the sacrament of confession, where you're brought back into reconciliation. The prodigal son, the prodigal daughter of God comes back. And then we have the Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity, which feeds us, which feeds us with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and then takes us out. And he puts us into the world to just transform it. Amen. Amen. I just want to take a second or more than a second, but really focus first on the importance of reconciliation. You know, so many people don't get the importance of it. It's more like, well, I haven't killed anybody. I haven't done anything really major. But the bottom line is this. Are you growing in holiness? Are you withstanding the attacks of the evil one? Do you want to be closer to Christ? What a gift we have with the sacrament of reconciliation, where as St. Mother Teresa would say, we go in dirty with sin and go out white as snow. Reconciliation and confessing our sins is a prerequisite to holiness. It's a prerequisite to getting close to God. And and we know, for example, in James 5, that we are to confess our sins to one another. We know, obviously, what Jesus has taught us, which is very important, is that we have to repent. We have to clean ourselves of the enemy's intrusion and, and what the enemy has done in our life to bring us away from Christ. Reconciliation is not an option. Acts 3.19 says, Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. He refreshes us. 
But you know what? He can't do that if we're not reconciled to him himself. We cannot be in mortal sin. We cannot be a stained vessel walking in sin and expect God to transform and refresh our lives. There has to be a moment. You know, when Jesus heals someone, he says, go and sin no more. He reconciled them to himself, to God the Father, to the Blessed Trinity. And therefore, at that reconciliation, that encounter with the God-man, right, then we go forth and we continue to evangelize and walk in the grace of God. And how do we do that? How do we walk in the grace of God? We surrender our life to Jesus and we want it. You know, there's not a coincidence that Matthew 7, 7 and Luke 11, 9, ask and you'll receive, seek and you'll find, knock and the door will be open. We have to want it. That's why I love Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for God's will, righteousness, and then then they'll be filled. We know in Matthew 6, 33, that we have to seek first the kingdom of God and his will, his righteousness, everything else will be added. It all fits together, but we have to want it. We have to hunger for it. We have to thirst for it. We have to be all in. All in. All in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Being all in. Go and make sure you register for JesusThirstForAmerica.com because that is a whole day of being all in. Great speakers, Bishop Timothy Fryer, Father Robert Spitzer, Deacon Larry Oney, Kathleen Beckman, Andy Oney, Barbara Heil, myself, Gil Alderetti will also be there. And we have confessions for most of the day. Praise Reconciliation. God. So we will have a mass led by Bishop Timothy Fryer. We will have reconciliation. Very, very important. That is something that we need to say yes to and to sign up, JesusThirstForAmerica.com. But I want to get back to reconciliation. Without reconciliation, we just don't have the power of the Holy Spirit and the grace that we need in order to do God's will. You know, we say in the Our Father, and many of us know it, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. The Apostle Paul in Ephesians 4.32 tells us, Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Our Lord and Savior died for us, and he forgave us through that death on the cross. And he redeemed us to God the Father. And through his resurrection, that's how we live. But you know what, brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you something. We have family hurts. People say things, and we have to reconcile with each other. You have to reconcile with the ones closest to you. If you haven't talked to your brother, if you haven't talked to your sister, if you haven't talked to your mother, talk to your father. Pick up the phone, call them, and reconcile with them. Because like I said in the Our Father, we ask God to forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Amen, amen. Bottom line is this. Without that going to Jesus with forgiveness, asking for forgiveness, it's all about humility. And humility brings us into holiness. It's literally impossible to be holy without humility. I don't know about you, buddy, but especially when I go to a priest that I know, it's embarrassing. You know, I mean, I haven't done horrible things. Don't get me wrong, listeners. But (laughs) bottom line is that any sin is embarrassing for me. 
you know, selfishness, pride, you know, anything that I'm doing where I'm moving away from Christ, I hate it. And we deal with that every day in our lives. We have a moment where all of a sudden we're praying in the morning and we're doing what we're doing. And then we jump into traffic and drive and then we're cursing our brother and sister on the road. And, you know, this morning coming to the Tower of Hope at the Christ Cathedral to do these radio shows, I was just in such a peaceful set. I knew that I was going to deal with traffic. I knew it was going to be a long haul from Covina, California to Orange County. But you know what? God gave me the special grace to stay peaceful and to just be in the peace of the Lord and travel. But you know what? So many times that peace is just taken away by something very simple. And, and you know, we just have to remain in the peace and reconciliation of our Lord. Amen. And, you know, without that, we are, we're just in the flesh. You know, it, we have to surrender the Jesus Christ totally to be holy. You know, <laughs> I often in my talks, I will ask the, the audience, how many of you think that you're holy? Raise your hand. How many people raise their hand? Oh my gosh, how many? <laughs> zero. Hopefully zero. <laughs> zero. No, no. Well, not hopefully, because we are holy. Right, right. The reason we're holy is because of what Jesus has done for us. Absolutely. Right? And that's what makes us holy. How many of us live in holiness? Right. You okay. know, we're sinners, but the point is, you know, remember, remember what it says in Ephesians 1 is that we have been called to be holy, you know? And so then I'll, I'll often ask, and, you know, I always find this to be fascinating. I'll ask the people, I'll say, how many of you think that anybody in the room is holy? And we have priests there, deacons, sisters, you know, often people, no one will raise their hand. But here's the thing. I want to go to this Ephesians 1, verse 3 and following. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessings in the heavens. He chose us before the foundation of the world. You ready for this? Yeah. To be holy and without blemish before him. How can we be holy and without blemish? Because he died on the cross and made us holy. It's that's, in him. That's what people don't get. It's not so much... That my own pride, I'm holy because of, you know, my own works. No, it's because we said yes to Jesus. And in saying yes to Jesus, he takes over our life. And when he takes over our life, he grants us that holiness. And so when we say yes to him, we have to then live in the holiness, live in the holiness. We need to walk in holiness. And how do we do that? We walk in holiness by our relationship with our Lord by drawing close to Holy Mother Church, by the scriptures, by praying our rosary. And, you know, we are transformed by the renewing of our minds, the Apostle Paul says. Our lives are transformed. You can't walk with God and walk in the flesh. You just can't do it. If you have a relationship with our Lord, if you get up every morning, and I, I promise you this, if you get up every morning and you pray five minutes a day to start, God will transform your life. If you ask him to open doors, open doors for bring people to you or you to be brought to others to share the love of God, he will do it. Our Lord will do it. He's faithful. To the extent that we want to be used is the extent that we will be used. He is faithful Amen. and he is not going to deny us. And we have to, to recognize the fact that Jesus wants to use us in a powerful way. Do we want to be used? You know, I like to say to the extent 
that you want to be used is the extent that you're going to be used. And so how many people want to be used by Christ to build up the body of Christ? How many people? Uh, Not enough. And what it really comes down to is the fact that when we say yes to him, then he just floods us with the Holy Spirit and he guides people. Do you ever notice that when you you're really excited about the Lord, which God willing is every day. And but when you go out of your way to say, Lord, bring people to me. Out of the blue, people come to you. They do. Someone calls you up on the phone. You bump into them. You're in a restaurant. Wherever it is, they come out of the blue. You know, the other day I was driving my rig and I, I got pulled into the scales and I was pulled over and I, I was I was broken down. And that day I worked an incredible amount of hours. I worked 17 hours. But I was broken down for six. And I was praying. And in the midst of all that, I looked over and there was a man who was broken down as well. And he, I rolled down my window. He goes, what's going on? I go, I have a flat tire and I'm, I'm a low tire. I'm looking, waiting for someone to come and change it. And I got out of my vehicle and I started talking to him. And he goes, wow. He goes, that's really rough. You got a ticket for that? And I go, yeah, I got a ticket. I go, it's low. And he goes, man, he goes, well, I know the highway patrolman that's on duty right now. And I go, oh, really? And I go, what's your name? And he says, Art. And I said, my name's Gil. And you know what? I said, are you Catholic? And he said, yeah, why? And I go, where are you from? And he goes, Bakersfield. And he goes, really? And I go, what parish do you belong to? And he goes, St. Joseph. And I go, you know, we have a Catholic men's fellowship there in St. Joseph. (laughs) And he says, no. And I go, do you know Oscar Zuberin? He is a leader out there and they have six parishes out there in Bakersfield area, Visalia area. And, you know, I I just wonder, he goes, no, I know Oscar. And he goes, I'm going to go inside and talk to the highway patrolman on duty. And he went in, he came out and, you know, through God's graces and love and mercy and kindness, you know, his mechanic turned around, fixed my tire, aired it up. I went into the scales. I got my ticket written off. I released and I got, I was able to come home. That's a God moment. That's a God moment. How God places people in your life every day. I have a million stories like that. How about you and me? How about you and me? <laughs> Absolutely. Unbelievable. Tell, tell us a story, because you know it actually better than I do. When did we first meet? Oh, my gosh. So this is a total God moment. My nephew was graduating from the sheriff's department, and I wanted to get a St. Michael's medallion, necklace, whatever I could get for him. And my buddy who runs buildyourrosary.com, buildyourrosary.com. He runs this shop, and he happened to be doing a conference out in Claremont, I believe it was. And so he says, Gil, I wish I could help you, but I'm not at my store. I've got to go out to, he goes, I'm out in Claremont. He goes, come on out. And I said, Was that St. Peter and St. Paul? Yes, it was St. Peter and St. Paul. Okay. And so I got in my car. Threw a t-shirt, shorts on, tennis shoes, and I head out. And all of a sudden, I'm walking up and I'm looking for where they're selling all the goods. And then out comes this man, full of joy, and I didn't know him. I didn't know anything about him, but his name was Deacon Stephen Greco. He looks at me and he says, who are you? And I, look, <laughs> I go, why is this man asking me who I am? I don't even know him. And he, I go, my name's Gil Alderetti. I run Catholic Men's Fellowship of California. And he hands me his card and he says, we got to do an interview. We have work to do for the Lord. And wow. I couldn't believe it, but I had been praying for a way to open Catholic Men's Fellowship up in a bigger way. Come to find out that he knows a man named Tom Greeley. We emailed. I got my St. Michael's uh, medallion. But since then, we've done so much together. And Deacon Stephen has 
grown by his prayers, his help. Catholic, you know, men of faith program radio show here on Spirit Filled Media. And it's amazing. Well, it is one thing after another. It's just beginning. And together throughout California, we're going to do I Thirst conferences. Uh, we have one in Fresno, March 18th of next year, November 19th this year. I Thirst Orange County, I Thirst Fresno, March 18th. And we're waiting on a date. I know it's going to come working. soon. We're working We're with get, uh, Bishop, Bishop O'Connell, David O'Connell. So they said yes. What a great meeting yes. we had. We had a great meeting, and so that's going to happen. Probably we're looking for, and I believe, other uh, regions within the Archdiocese of Los Angeles is going to have them. Right. And then we're right now working on Denver, uh, the Archdiocese of Denver, also for Birmingham, and we're going to go to 21 cities. But you're going to be part of this in so many different ways and throughout California. I mean, definitely up in the Bay Area, up in uh, the Diocese of San Francisco, Diocese of Oakland. I've got a buddy, someone you know very well, Bill Markham, is actually going to help me, not just in Phoenix, but in the Archdiocese of San Francisco. That's so exciting. Yeah. You know, and, and I get to retire next year. This, uh, you know, So after the first year of I Thirst. I will hop on a plane and I will be with you at every I thirst throughout America. I can't begin to say to you and my listening, our listening audience, his listening audience and mine, because this is duly recorded here on our two shows. I can't begin to tell you how much I'm praising God for bringing Gil already in my life. I, I just, there are no words to describe it because, you know, I don't know about you, buddy, but there are times you feel kind of alone, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you're surrounded by great people, but there are times, you know, and it's not that you want to judge anybody, but you want to be around people that inspire you. Absolutely. And you want to be around people that you know, I mean, they're not perfect. We're all sinners, but they are striving for holiness, right. which is what we're talking about in this show, is we're striving to be all in. And we want to do, we realize, you know, we're in the flesh, we trip, we fall. So we go to reconciliation. We realize we need more. So we go to daily mass. We realize we need more. We go to daily adoration. We realize we need support and spiritual armor. We pray the rosary every day, you know, and to be with other men and other people on fire for Jesus Christ it's like having armor around you. It's like the Roman, how they were against each other, right? They had right. whatever it was called. You know, they had their shields up and, and they're, you know, they protected each other. And that's right. what happens when you're around people who are on fire. You have those men who are walking in the spirit, those women who are walking in the spirit. And we encourage each other. We talk to each other daily. We, we text each other daily. We tell each other how much we love each other and how much that our Lord is working in our lives. You know, I talked to a, a man on the way down here, you know, who was preparing for his meeting. Go to CatholicMen.org, and you can find a meeting in your area of where you live in. If you can't, call me. My number is on there. Call me and see if we can't establish a working ministry to men in your parish. We're growing. God is growing this ministry with Spirit-Filled Media, Catholic Men's Fellowship, the ithirstforamerica.com. Go there, register. God is transforming our nation, this world. 
But he can't do it without you. He can't do it without us and our cooperation. We just need to stay connected together as brothers and sisters in Christ. So let's talk about step by step. How do you get to be holy? What do you think is the first thing you have to do? You have to want it. <laughs> no, seriously. You do. Most people don't get past the first step. No, but God puts that desire in you. Amen. He does. True. And there are moments, and, and we just walk away. We just say, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> Too when much you, trouble. Yeah, when you have that desire, say, you know, I need to go back to church. I need to go back to worship. And then you say, no, no, what am I thinking? I got a football game to watch, or I've got something to do on Sunday. I got to sleep in. It's my only day of rest. And we walk away from that contact, that grace that God opened our heart to. We were open at that moment, and then we walk away. I like to say, the Holy Spirit dwells in you, and you have the Holy Spirit, but does the Holy Spirit have you? I love that. Does the Holy Spirit have you? Have you surrendered to him? Because that's your baptism. The Holy Spirit was infused in you. So one of my favorite stories, and if you've heard me over the years, you've heard this story, but I'm, I keep saying it because I absolutely love it. I'm at an SCRC convention over Labor Day weekend. And on Saturday, Labor Day weekend for many years, my wife, Marianne, and I would pray over the children aged 5 to 15. So we did that on a particular Saturday. On Sunday, I was going to give a talk in the arena, uh, Anaheim Convention Center, and a woman and a young girl, age about seven, came running up to me. They were out of breath. I was walking throughout the, the arena, and they stopped me, and they said, Deacon, 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 and, and the mother said, oh, you pray, you and your wife prayed over my daughter yesterday, and she's been so incredibly excited she could barely sleep. And so I said, oh, really? Well, what's going on? And the little girl looked at me about age seven, her eyes dilated. She goes, Deacon, did I receive the Holy Spirit at baptism? I said, wow, that's good. Then she asked me, my brothers and sisters, the most important question I have heard in over 40 years of ministry. She cocked her head, she looked at me, her eyes dilated, and she said, Deacon, if I receive the Holy Spirit at baptism, why is he hiding? Think about that, my brothers and sisters. Is the Holy Spirit alive? In order for us to pursue holiness, we have to release the Holy Spirit in our life because the Holy Spirit leads us to all truth. The Holy Spirit leads us to Jesus. The Holy Spirit gives us that fire is it a coincidence that Pentecost was tongues of fire? Was it a coincidence on the road to Emmaus that the, the men said, where our hearts not on fire? You see, when we pursue holiness, when we pursue Jesus, truly pursue him, because you can't fake it, our hearts are on fire. You know, Hebrews twelve fourteen says, pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. We have to strive for it. You know, strive through that narrow gate that our Lord tells us to go through. You know, and how do we do that? Jesus unlocks the door. I had a priest this weekend tell me in his homily, he spread out his arms and he said, this, that is the key. And he pointed to the cross yeah. and he had his arms out. The key nice. is Jesus allowing him to transform your life. I have a similar story with my nephew who came to live with us at seven years old. And his parents, my brother who passed away, and his mom, who was dealing with issues, couldn't uh, couldn't care for him. And we had him for eight years. 
But when he came to our house, we were a Catholic home. We were a Catholic family. And he started going to Mass. And he asked, when am I going to get baptized, Uncle Gil? And I said, when do you want to get baptized? And he goes, right away. And I asked him, I said, why? And he goes, so I can have the Holy Spirit. He was seven. We went up to the deacon and and we asked him, hey, I go, deacon, I go, Max wants to ask you a question. And Deacon Elvias at St. Louis says, okay, Max, what do you want to ask? He goes, I want to ask when I can be baptized. And deacon, right, saying, okay, where's this child at? He says, why do you want to be baptized, Max? And Max said, because I want the Holy Spirit. And deacon says, we don't need to wait anymore. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are so many miracles that happen. I just can't begin. When you pursue holiness, God will just bring people in your life. So this morning, as we're recording this show um, on a Monday and on Monday mornings at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in Irvine, if you're listening to this and want to come see me give a homily at 830 Mass, I do it on Monday mornings. So I gave this this homily and this particular day we're recording this show is the memorial of our Blessed Virgin Mary, the queenship of our Blessed Virgin Mary. So I talked about the power of Mary's intercession, her love for us. And I just went on and on about battling evil and being all in and surrender. Let it be done to me according to your word. I mean, Mm. everything about that. So at the end of it, you know, I'm rushing over here to see my buddy Gil and doing other things. And at the end of it, this guy comes walking up to me. He goes, I'm Deacon so-and-so from Brooklyn, New York. Mm. I'm out here because of uh, my son being sick. But he starts saying how that the homily moved him in such a powerful way and how much he wants to be connected with our ministry, Spiritful Hearts, and with I Thirst. And so I believe... That Brooklyn, New York, through this deacon, <laughs> will have an I Thirst conference. Praise God. That's how it works, right? That's awesome. When you pursue holiness, people come out of the blue where you least expect it. You know, I'm going to a conference at the end of the month, and I'm going to a conference in, how would you like to go to Hawaii? Hallelujah. How would you and like aloha. To, yeah. How would you like to have an I Thirst conference in Hawaii? I want an I Thirst conference in Hawaii. Well, will I'm you put it there, please. Yeah, I am the gonna, Lord will do I it. am gonna meet with Ron, who is uh the leader of Catholic Men's Fellowship out there in Hawaii on Oahu. And I'm gonna work with him and meet with a couple of deacons and we're gonna put it them in contact with you and see if we can't go to Hawaii and have an I will happen. It will happen. It will happen. To God's ears and by his power, we're going to do it, Deacon. You can write down Dominic Alasso. They know who he is. O-L-A-S-O. He's one of the leaders there because I've done many events in Hawaii. In any case, no, that will happen. And that's exactly the way the Lord works. When you pursue holiness, then God opens doors, doesn't close them. So as we finish this particular show on men of faith and also part of um, Powered by the Spirit, we just pray for the Holy Spirit to come upon us that we may say yes without compromise, yes with all of our heart, soul, might, and strength, that we may pursue holiness in the way like never before through the intercession of our Blessed Mother, through the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name, and I bless you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having Thank me you. on your show and Thank for being you. on mine. Thank you, Deacon Steve. Right. It's always a pleasure to have you here. God bless everyone. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap for this edition of Men of Faith, a production of Spirit Phil Media. If this program has been a blessing to you, don't hesitate to share it with a friend, family member, a neighbor, or co-worker. If you'd like to find out more about Catholic Men's Fellowship, check out catholicmen.org. That's catholicmen.org. And if you'd like to support the ongoing efforts of this important ministry, then head over to spiritfilledhearts.org. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. And click donate. Until next time, let's heed the words of St. John Paul II. No man can afford to remain idle. Going forward, we are men of faith. Everybody here looking for revival In our own hearts and across the land Everybody looking for a revival Lift up your voice and say man Lift up your voice and say man Everybody here looking for revival In our own hearts and across It's the feeling you get when you see a familiar face in a crowd of strangers It's the way the embrace of a loved one feels after a hard day. That feeling is comfort. And it's what we provide to families who turn to O'Connor Mortuary in their moment of need. More than just providing quality funeral service, we provide the necessary guidance and support to help Catholic families and people of all faiths and cultures process grief and heal their hearts. We are here to help every step of the way. For compassionate comforts in a time of loss, call O'Connor Mortuary in Laguna Hills. You can reach us at 949-581-4300. That's 949-581-4300. O'Connor Mortuary is a sponsor partner of Spirit-Filled Radio. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.